0: Hi, this is Dr. Stephen with OutClick Magazine. Today we want to bring to you one of our community leaders who is the president and CEO of our own Museum of Discovery and Science and a dear friend of ours, Joe Cox.
1: Joe, welcome to the program. Stephen, thank you so much for having me. It's always a pleasure to be here.
0: Thank you. Uh, first of all, congratulations on keeping uh, the museum uh, sustainable through the pandemic. I know it was a challenge on everyone, but congratulations on being open and seeing children and adults and everyone. Uh, tell us you're back open again. Tell us a little bit about that, Joe.
1: Thank you. No, and uh, thank you to everyone who really supported us over the last eighteen months. It's just been Remarkable to feel the community support for the museum and for people not wanting to um, lose such an institution. So, our partners, our board, our staff have just all worked so incredibly hard to keep the museum going and connected to the community. And as you say, we are open, we are full of exhibits, full of programs. We do have uh, COVID restrictions to keep everyone safe. We're still requiring masks because so many of our visitors are children under the age of 12. So, but people are able to still have a great time connecting to inspiring science uh, here at the museum each and every day.
0: Mm -hmm. It's almost overwhelming the number of programs and things you've got going on. And when I meet with your staff, I just have to take a million notes on all you've got going. There might be one person watching that's not been to the museum, and if so, tell them what, is, what uh, the MODS is all about,
1: Joe. Sure. So the Museum of Discovery and Science has been in our community since 1977. We're right downtown, right next door to the Broward Center, and it's 150,000 square feet of hands-on interactive exhibits that really explore the world around us. So we've got everything from the physical science exhibits, aviation, rocks and minerals. We've got a dinosaur exhibit right now with uh, Dino Dana. We host traveling exhibits. We'll talk about our Dora and Diego exhibit later. We have our AutoNation IMAX Theater, which is one of the biggest screens in Florida. Absolutely breathtaking where we show both documentaries as well as uh, the very latest first-run Hollywood films. You can literally spend hours and hours and hours here, and our visitors do each and every day.
0: You have something for everyone. It's not just for children and uh, um, school-age children. You have something for people of <clears throat> my age, <laughs> we'll say, um, for the adults. And that is your Discovery After Dark series, which is an amazing series. You've got one coming up October 21st, 2021. Tell us about this really fun shindig party that you have there uh, at Mods, so if you don't mind.
1: No, absolutely. Discovery After Dark. We've done uh, quite a few of those. They were really gaining in popularity uh, before the world closed uh, March of last year. So we're bringing it back. Discovery After Dark, island style. Uh, This is a fun, you know, basically a after hours, uh, after work, get together, adults only, simply come out to the museum and play. We'll have drinks, we'll have uh, great food from shooters, and you can come and explore the museum's exhibits without there being kids around. And it really is just an opportunity to uh, come out and play. We're working with uh, our great partners at Polynesian Proud Productions. So there'll be all kinds of great um, demonstrations from laymaking, to fire dancing and, of course, uh, wonderful cultural explorations of the Polynesian Islands. Mm-hmm. So wear your best uh, island Hawaiian tropical shirt and uh, come out Anna. Uh, learn how to make a LA. lay. Uh, is there going to be music again? Absolutely. Music, uh, opportunity to be indoors and outdoors. We'll be opening up our science park. So if people would rather be outdoors at the museum, they can certainly do that. And I think one of the great things about the event is the museum is so big. You know, you've been to the museum lots of times. It's so big that if people are more comfortable social distancing, there's plenty of space and you can kind of explore on your own comfort level.
0: Mm-hmm. I remember going, this was one of the uh, funnest things I went to. It was the music and you had a dance space. We came and Went and danced and just had a good time and it was it was really a lot of fun and you had the food tables set up and some drink tables and we danced. I took a date and we had a blast. It was it was more than just the museum. We it was just such a social time to go and I encourage people. Uh, it's a different experience to get out and have a good time and and be part of the museum in this way. But it's a really fun party, Joe. Y'all do a really good job with these. It's just absolutely yeah. fun. It's a great date night out or just maybe on your your own to go meet some people or something but these are just they're really fun events
1: uh thank you yeah looking forward to it and uh tickets are going fast so uh definitely uh visit our website and get some tickets
0: put that uh, Chandler's helping us in the background channel put up that website again um and you can see the information uh, everything is on uh the mods website but again it's there it's going to be thursday october 21st uh click on there yep right there for us thursday october 21st 2021 530. So if you work late, you might want to pack your uh, island stuff with you to work. Uh, They have plenty of parking uh, right there on the street, all up and down the street. There's lots of good street parking there for it. Uh, you've also got the STEM mobile. Now, John, I think I told you I used to be a math teacher, so I'm always very curious and glad to see that you are pushing science, technology, engineering, and mathematics, and you are encouraging those. Tell us about the STEM, mo- STEM mobile that you all are now, now have been working
1: with. So the STEM mobile has really been an incredible addition to Mod's outreach programming. So we worked very closely with funders corporate partners to bring this to life and in many ways it's been an incredible response to you know last year when our doors were closed uh, and people still being nervous about being able to be out and about this was a way for the museum to really be out in the community connecting and continuing our mission and vision so the stem mobile is essentially a mobile museum a mobile maker space that shows up at schools, libraries, community centers, churches, festivals, and out pop two big blue tents, four nice big tables. Our staff usually jump out with bundles of energy. And we have everything that a school, a summer camp, a church group, a library group might need to do any number of programs. We show up with robots, we show up with sewing machines, we've got a new solar program in the works. And so there's a dozen different programs that really just are designed to emulate the excitement, the enthusiasm, the passion, that sense of wow that you get when you come to the museum, but out in the community. And we've really worked very, very hard Uh, diversity, equity, access, and inclusion, we've talked about before, stephen are really core to who we are at the museum. And so we've worked very hard with our corporate partners to make as many of these programs free to the community as possible. And so our goal for this year was to provide programming to 50,000 people. And as of today, we are almost at 40,000 people who have been served by the mobile. And the vast majority of those have been free programming that we've been able to provide to the community.
0: Mm. That number alone, just by one program, I think is astronomical and staggering and very impressive and shows that there really has no limit to the creativity um, of what what you and your staff does to put on uh, something like this. We've got a video. We're going to try to play it with the audio, but we've got, uh, I believe this one has the video. Uh, Chandler, if you can go ahead and uh, get that queued up um, on the STEM mobile. Uh, but again, this is, and it's fun and colorful, <laughs> but um, it's been a great outreach. So, um, Chandler, if you can get the video pulled up there.
1: Gear up and hit the road with the Mod STEM mobile. Our Museum on Wheels delivers STEM education on location across South Florida. The STEM Mobile is a mobile maker space where learners roll up their sleeves, tinker with tech, and solve design challenges in a hands on way. STEM skills are the foundation for educating youth to become real world ready as critical thinkers and problem solvers, helping them to overcome barriers. And ensuring that every child has the opportunity to succeed.
0: The students love these activities. You see it all over their faces, the smiles, the excitement. The STEM Mobile brings us project based learning right into our own location. So the children are learning through doing.
1: The STEM Mobile serves 50,000 local learners annually from preschool through high school with age-appropriate STEM challenges. By learning through engaging, fun, high-tech, and low-tech opportunities, we are building the STEM pipeline for our community's future workforce.
0: Today, we are learning about robotics through building ScribbleBots.
1: They get to touch, feel, and discover there's nothing like that. It's a priceless experience when the children get to actually see and feel things that they have been reading about and learning about in class. The Mobile is available for schools, community centers, birthday parties, special events, and more. Book your Mobile visit today. Free programs and scholarships are also available.
0: Excellent. Thank you. Thank you. What's your favorite part about the STEM
1: mobile, Joe? You know, I think it the favorite part. The STEM mobile to me, you know, much like being at the museum, it's that moment when a kid's eyes light up and they do something that they've never done before, and suddenly you see this spark go on of, oh wow, I got that. I was out um, a few weeks ago. The STEM mobile was out visiting a summer camp. And so I went out with them to, you know, see the activity um, for myself, see how it was going, meet some of the children. And one of the activities we were doing was dissecting owl pellets. And now, you know, dissecting an owl pellet is really fun. I've done it a million times. And an owl pellet is basically uh, not to be completely gross, But it's when an owl eats their food and they love to eat small rodents and, you know, all kinds of small furry animals. They don't swap. They don't digest the whole thing, but they process it. And then they essentially vomit it back up into a nice little uh, succinct brown pellet. So, of course, every child thinks this is poop. And initially you've got a whole classroom of screaming kids thinking, this is the grossest thing ever. I don't want to do anything with it. But eventually our great staff get them super excited. And there they are with their little plastic dissecting tools, pulling this thing apart to find out what this owl ate. And this little girl looked up at me and she's like, seven years old. She's like, I never in a million years would have thought that on a Monday morning, I would be dissecting an owl pellet. I didn't even know what an owl pellet was an hour ago. And, you know, maybe that uh, little girl goes on to become the world's best CSI investigator. And maybe she doesn't. But that was an investigation. That was a moment that she'll remember because she had never done that before. And so really just, you know, connecting people to inspiring science can happen in the strangest of ways And we're doing that each and every day all over South Florida. Hmm.
0: I think we've talked about everything on this show. I believe that's one of the most original topics, Show You win the prize. (laughs) And moving on from that...
1: We you, we are cultured as well. We can talk about something much more cultured.
0: I love it. I ask you for your favorite moment, and that's that's your favorite moment. I am glad for the being candid I love it. Thank you. You've got a million great exhibits. The hangar. Tell us about the the hangar, Joe.
1: Yeah, the hangar uh, was really the inspiration for the stemmobile We opened the hanger, okay. It's our maker space and so a maker space is a cross between an art studio, a computer lab, a, you know, science room, and so this is, this opened up in November of 19, and so we had, you know, three months of it being open to the public before our doors closed for a while. It is by far one of the most popular parts of the museum. There are, People in there building, creating. The other day, there was a whole family building a bridge together and testing the bridge out. And then a little boy went over and got one of the fans out of a cupboard and decides that he's adding a hurricane in to test the you know, ability of this bridge that his family just spent an hour building. You know, you might go in there and my staff are building a hovercraft and mm-hmm. driving people around on a hovercraft. But it's really a place that's all about solutions to problems. So it's not a place where you might go in and, you know, today we're doing X. And it's just this very rote, you know, every child is doing the same thing. Today's challenge, you know, and in the case of the Bridges, their challenge was to get a car from one side of a table to another side of the table using these materials and so we give them a problem. We ask them to come up with a solution. They come up with a solution. They test it out. And so they're really learning the engineering design process while just having a lot of fun and being very, very messy. You never know what you're going to see in the space. Uh, but it's been wildly popular and uh, always very, very full on any given day. So that's where the Stemmobile idea came from was to take that kind of creative process and take it out into the community.
0: Mm. Uh, One, I want to come see, and this looks like so much fun. We were joking earlier about your photo, uh, and that's Dora and Diego. Uh, Chandler's going to pull up the article on that. I said, you look like just part of the cast show, but uh, tell us about this really fun exhibit that you've got of Dora and Diego as well.
1: We do, as you know, Stephen. We bring uh, traveling exhibits here to South Florida, and so we rotate them through. So there's always something new and exciting uh, at the museum. In addition to you know all of the different events and programs that we have uh, week after week, month after month. But Doran and Diego, let's explore, uh, is a wonderful exhibit for uh, any of your viewers with children, particularly young children who want to come and explore you know, so many people grew up with Dora and Diego kind of following their adventures to the purple planet or deep into the jungle to rescue animals. And it really is an absolutely adorable exhibit uh, that we're seeing lots and lots of families in. Um, Yep, warning to self, Uh Any picture that's taken is going to show up somewhere, so try to look as dignified (laughs) as possible uh, when you're standing next to a purple monkey. Um, But no, it really is a lot of fun. It's a great big exhibit, lots to do, and um, so we're we're excited about Dora and Diego. We actually had Dora and Diego visit the museum. We had a great breakfast with them, Um, so uh, lots and lots of fun. And just huge thanks to... Uh, our sponsors for you know making that happen and bringing it to life. Mm-hmm. This and this is the ribbon cutting that you all did. We, fe- we featured the article it was a lot of fun with the kids. Yeah. yeah, it really is. It's a great exhibit, very immersive. And uh, we. Well, those have... are
0: actual characters. Those are. I didn't realize it. Those are. Oh people. yeah, no,
1: These are the real Nickelodeon Dora right. and Diego. They came down to visit, and so uh, they spent the weekend with us. They got to meet some children from uh, Jack and Jill uh, Center. So they came over and just had a absolute blast uh, meeting Dawn Diego and uh, learning about their careers as explorers and a uh, young wildlife rescuer.
0: Mm. This, is lo- this looks like so much fun. Now, some other things coming. <laughs> uh, well, you've got this huge uh, IMAX. If people have not been to the IMAX, get ready to be overwhelmed. Um, because it is a big screen and a big sound, Um, and it is the only IMAX in South Florida, Fort Lauderdale. Tell us about the IMAX, Joe.
1: Yeah, so we really have a very special um, IMAX, you know, 52,000 watts of digital sound, six-story. I like to tell people you literally can see a whale or a dinosaur Mm life-size. Mm -hmm. And so it is the only IMAX with both IMAX with digital laser projection and 1570 millimeter film projection capacity uh, in the state. And just as you said, you know, one of the biggest screens you'll ever, ever see. So really just if you haven't seen a movie in the IMAX, it is jaw dropping when that screen comes to life. And, you know, everyone who comes to the museum as part of their general admission gets an IMAX documentary included with general admission. So right now we've got a wonderful documentary uh, by the BBC called Antarctica. We're also, you know, just to keep things nice and cold, showing um, uh, the Arctic, uh, our last great wilderness and into America's wild, which explores some of the most wild breathtaking places and i'm pretty adventurous when but when you see people climbing hands-free up to some of these cliffs it's it's shocking even from the comfort of your seat
0: Mm. Mm. chandler's got the website up there you've got some of the images that can go right to your website you rotate the time so there's different uh, times uh, for different ones so make sure you check it out you can kind of almost go and buy you can almost spend your whole day there because you've got different movies uh, at different times
1: we do so um, as we know you know our visitors uh, particularly our members uh, come to visit often so we have a really large library of films and we're always looking for you know the latest greatest films that you're not going to see um, in a regular movie theater. Uh, They don't get released there. You're not going to see them streaming. This really is a theater uh, experience-worthy documentary. And so we've got some really exciting films uh, lined up to come out in the next few months as well. One of the things I'm super excited about next year, uh, Everest, uh, the IMAX documentary, which was one of the first big blockbuster IMAX documentaries, mm-hmm. is coming back for its 25th anniversary. So, we're going to have a remastered edition. So, uh, we'll definitely have to talk about that closer to the time.
0: Absolutely. Uh, we saw, I think it was Ancient Caves, was the one we saw there. I got to talk to the directors and their experience in taping that. Uh, That was fascinating. I felt like I needed a towel afterwards because (laughs) I felt like I'd been in the cave after them. It was an amazing experience. Uh, Coming up, uh, you uh, are working with Alchine Film Festival. Firebird uh, is going to be coming. Chandler, if you can go ahead and put up that website up. Uh, Joe, if you'll tell us about that film festival, uh, they're obviously working with you. If you want to tell us about that, Joe.
1: No, absolutely. You know, one of the great things about having this incredible theater at the museum is, you know, having it be available to partner with our, you know, sister organizations out in the community. So we've worked with Outshine for a few years now and are really excited about hosting their opening night film, Firebird, and then having the after uh, party. Uh, here at the museum actually worked out really well because there is a bit of an aviation uh, spin uh, to their opening night film. Mm. And uh, we're going to be having the after party in our uh, aviation gallery. So uh, this is a a love story about two Soviet Air Force um, members who... Um, We're going to celebrate at the museum, outshines, just a great partner and uh, excited for them to use uh, our our film screen, our movie theater. So that looks like
0: Thursday, October 14th, 2021 at 7 p.m. Absolutely. Then go to yours. And then you're also working with the Fort Lauderdale international film festival opening night uh and they're also a partner of ours we are working with their entire series this year um tell us about that joe uh chandler's going to pull up that website too
1: yeah we've uh, been really uh, fortunate to work with fliff for the last few years as well we've had opening nights uh, mid uh festival events with them great parties And so we got really lucky this year with the choice. So um, uh, Chloe Zhao, who, of course, uh, won the Oscar last year for Best Director, is the director of, um, so excited for this movie, uh, Eternals, the latest Marvel Cinematic Universe movie. So to have an Oscar-winning director uh, putting uh, behind Eternals really was just a great combination for the film festival. So in the past, we've had documentaries uh, as the opening night. uh, But this is, you know, to have a superhero movie directed by an incredible woman who just won the Oscar for Best Direction last year, I think is really exciting. So looking forward to that.
0: And that date, is that date on, it looks like November 5th? That is November 5th. November 5th, 2000. We have a podcast. It's audio only. Uh, And so I want to get it. We'll get it on there. November 5th, 2021. Uh, Looks like 6 p.m. and 830 p.m. showing.
1: We have a great party in the middle. So you watch the movie, come out into the party or start in the party and then go and watch the movie. So a lot of fun. And the Fliff team, uh, another group that really know how to throw a good party. So that's Mm going to be fun.
0: I'm just curious, how many museum director interviews get to say the word party as much as you do, Joe? (laughs) (laughs) Do they get to have as many parties as you do? But but you all have a lot of fun out there um, and just have something for everyone. I want to put in, again, one last, uh, Chandler, for uh, um, the – the the uh discovery after dark that's the big one coming up Uh, if Chandler can put that in again that's going to be october 21st i don't want people to forget that as we close out uh joe is there anything uh you wanted to cover i didn't ask about the museum again this is about oh probably five percent of what the museum has going on but is there anything else joe you wanted to to cover
1: No, thank you, Stephen. You're always so great to uh, support the museum. And just again, want to say thank you to everyone in the community who's, you know, renewed their membership, made a donation to the museum. We are a 501c3 nonprofit organization. So, you know, we do uh, rely heavily on community support donations from the community. And foundations and partnerships. And as you say, we have so many different things going on. No matter what you're interested in, there's probably something that you can support um, here at the museum. And just check out our website, our uh, social media platforms. There's tons going on. You know, with the IMAX, I think every movie that was going to be released last year and got rescheduled to this year, uh, starting tonight, we've got Venom. Uh, Venom 2 so we're really excited about that James Bond coming up Dune Eternals we talked about uh, the new Ghostbusters movie and just tons and tons to do and as you say a great day out you know whether you're with kids or coming out on a date night uh, the Museum of Discovery and Science is going to have something for you to do so thank you so much for having us it's really always a pleasure
0: Thank you. Thank you. And there's there's just so much to do, and I, I can't plug the IMAX enough to, to do, and Discovery After Dark and all so many things. Uh, Joe, uh, he's got your um, website up there, your Facebook, your Instagram, your Twitter. And uh, as I said during COVID, uh, two, two cans on a string and however else I want to get to you, your website is super difficult to remember, mods.org uh couldn't be any simpler than that for people to go to and click around and find all of your events so joe we thank you for joining us today and for sharing all that you've going on we appreciate what you're doing for our community um if you want to stay updated on us you can text channel pull it up there ocq the 22828 to stay updated on us or we are outclick.com, O-U-T-C-L-I-Q-U-E.com. Again, everyone, stay safe. We look forward to a successful end of year of 2021 and come out and see things. Have a good one.